Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yeah, so I remember in like grade school, <laughs> um, like we we had a music class. They played the dance macabre for us uh, oh. uh, on cool. a tape player, but it was synced up with like a slideshow projector of like a, an animated thing about like skeletons coming out of the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really fucked with me as a as a first grader. That was pretty scary. That story wasn't about eating ass, and I'm a little disappointed. If I'm yeah, it's also had ass. nothing to do with our show, Faking Movies. Hey, everybody, oh. welcome back to Faking Movies. Oh hi. Hey. <laughs> oh, didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh hey, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on. That was me closing a book. Oh hi there. <laughs> I didn't see you come in. I'm. Oh, this is sweaty as this is sweaty as hell. <laughs> also sweaty as that as that 15 minutes we just talked about eating ass during. <laughs> well, that's my dear friend Seth. Uh, what's up, Seth? I'm I'm good. Great. Little, as I said, a little sweaty. Oh yeah, always. Uh, I'm here with my dear friend Zach, who I've never seen dry. What's going on, Zach? <laughs> That's true. Beat red and soaking wet. That's how I live my life. <laughs> I feel like I've literally thrown talcum powder in your face, and it just sloughs yeah. off of you. As yeah. you should have. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. a moist fella. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> a moist baby. Here, uh, joining me on episode 178, which is uh, one episode short of um, almost the that Smashing Pumpkins song title. So we got that going for us. Oh, it's like 1800 some episodes. <laughs> I don't get this reference. Someday. 1979? Mm-hmm. Cool. Wow. <laughs> okay. Someone didn't have melancholy and the ultimate sadness yeah. growing up. Like, no. Parents were like, you can buy single CDs, but no doubles. Knock it off. No, because I was listening <laughs> to like Camille Sassons and uh, your uh, Dance Macabre and, oh. and those sorts of things. Um, that checks out. That's how I emo. All well, right. Yep. <laughs> I don't think Smashing Pumpkins was emo, but what I'm are they then? Defer to Zach on that one. Yeah, what are they? Yeah, they would have been alt rock, I would say. Yeah, but their songs are so melancholy and full of yeah. infinite sadness. Just because Billy Corgan's a real piece of shit, I think. But mm, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Everybody yeah. knew mm. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should check out our Twitter. It's at uh, Faking Movies, and mm-hmm. Mariel works very hard. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we? What? What? What do we? What do we do? What do we here for? <laughs> Uh, uh, Seth's got a a, a, a damn ting. Uh, yeah, what you got baby. Uh, well, uh, well, I wrote it literally twenty minutes ago. So, a classic <laughs> Seth. Uh yeah, but you know, I don't. Well, I don't think it's as good. I don't think it's as well written as my late my late comers usually are. Mm-hmm. So, um, fair, fair. well, you were you were really handicapped on this one um, with the cast. I Boy, think is, is part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it, with a very confusing omission in this cast. You would you would expect there to be one more person. Yeah, you know what? I found a way around that. Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, so uh, the movie you gave me was It Takes Two. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, and the cast you gave me was three individuals, two of which are adults, 
and one of which is half of a twin. <laughs> so it doesn't even count as a single child. <laughs> yeah. It's like eight-tenths um, of a child. So you gave me you do cur- know that, like, these people still act. Like, you don't know when this came out. That's true. I do don't... They? Okay, well, I'll go through the cast, and then I'll, I'll voice my confusion with your previous statement that they still act. Um, so we have uh, Kirstie Alley, um, Steve Gutenberg, mm-hmm. Who maybe doesn't act anymore. There you are. Yeah, no, I don't think Steve Gutenberg is still a working actor. I think I he's... don't know that Kirstie no, Alley is. No, Steve Gutenberg is. Really? Kirstie Alley is not. No. Yeah. Yeah. She was such a problem for like 25 years that people were like, I think we're done with that. Yeah. Well, she is... Real she's a Richard very Scientologist. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, she is a famed early adopter of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I saw her on an episode of Match Game '78, and uh, hmm. you could see My it mind. already. You could see <laughs> you could see Zeno in those eyes. So. Yeah, sure. mm, yeah, makes yeah. sense. All right, so I have Kirstie Alley, Steve uh, Gutenberg Bible, and uh, of course Ashley Olsen. The mm-hmm. one, the only. Just no. Ashley Olsen. <laughs> yep. Right. So, um, as I was trying to figure out something the hell to write about, because ooh, this title is real, real fuckery. I, like, tried writing it backwards. I tried writing it forwards. <laughs> okay. tried breaking it into other words. It doesn't work. There is almost nothing I can do to break it into other words. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty like base component. Yeah, yeah, sure. y'all really you you fucked me good on this one. Good mm-hmm. job. Right. Um, <laughs> so I thought um, like clone hijinks. I thought maybe I could like squeeze in an S in there and be like it stakes too, uh, and it's gonna be like a like a vampire yeah, thing. Ooh, that's fun. Cool, but cool. Uh, uh, because uh, as we record this, it's still before uh, Spooky Vember Eve. It did. Um, but I thought maybe uh, clone hijinks. Um, I thought maybe long lost twins played by only one of the Olsen twins. Oh, like when they have babies that play one kid because of child labor laws, you were gonna flip it, make them play like at least yeah. two people. One yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. That. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Right. Uh. God, so it would take like you're saying child labor laws. It would take like fucking two years to film that movie if they're playing too far (laughs) you have to film Mm -hmm. like two entire movies basically yeah (laughs) yeah although i guess the parent trap exists so maybe not oh yeah that was one person two characters yeah weird in in several different eras yeah there's like five versions of that um so anyway um right let's see where do we start i didn't organize my notes very well all right so, we open in a The Village-style village. Ooh, Whoa. I love The Village. I, I, I know you do. But there are some uh, modern technologies, or it's like more modern-ish. There's... Boo, not like The Village. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Next! Boo. It's just like the end of The Village, the part of The Village I don't like. <laughs> it's well, a village, well... but we Tarantino it and it goes backwards. <laughs> Right, bear with me bear with me um there's you know some electricity and you know some generators and maybe even some like fucking solar panels or something but everybody still drain like dresses in a real like plain boring way hmm. what is i mean what is the american farm other than the largest most green solar panel that has ever existed wow this guy 
Oh my god. Alright, let me keep going. Run for office. Hi. My name is Lee. <laughs> and I want to be your congressman. <laughs> Sold. Sign me up. Ah, uh, yeah, you're Sir, old. your district is in the middle of New York City. I don't know who you're pitching to. <laughs> <laughs> the grassroots is who. Where did you find all these hay bales to put your one leg up on? <laughs> who gave you a single signature to get on the ballot? How? What happened? I'm confused. <laughs> all right. So right. we have uh, Kirstie Alley as the mayor of this village and Steve Gutenberg as the goofy but lovable cool school teacher. Um, these two are a couple of guests, I guess, because I didn't come up with any other relationships in the village. Um, we gave really. you three people and two of them are adults. Seems yep. entirely reasonable. Yep. Um, but Steve's schooling is very, like... I will yet again point out that they are all adults now in the real world, so... <laughs> oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> right, let me keep going. Uh, Steve's schooling is very, like, practical-based with, like, clearly outdated science and social studies, and the literature is pretty out-of-date, too. Lots of, like, transcendentalism and... You know, they, they they love individualism, but only to the degree that it still maintains and still remains within the dogma that they have a vested interest in maintaining, you know. So it's still um, a Like, there, there's an axe to grind with everything. Itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, rugged individualism, but it's not super overt, and ultimately they're teaching that particular brand of conservatism, right? Yeah. Where they claim oh, the to love conservatism that read all the transcendental literature and misunderstood everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. precisely. Mm, yeah, cool. so it's that where they they claim to love <laughs> Hi, everyone. Lee here. This was literally the period I have an advanced degree in. I know. <laughs> Should be fun. Um, let's, let's see where it goes. Right. Yeah. So they they. Oh, claim... I trust Seth. I'm yeah. talking about the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure um right so as i said only within the two they only love individualism to the degree that it uh maintains the status quo aberrations and deviations are frowned upon of course so throughout the school uh like we see like drawings that are you know not the littlest bit disturbing there's like blood and claws and uh happy people watching it and all that you know and again this will be pretty subtle in the background and i've probably probably already shown my hand um, it's a very, like, idyllic little village, you know, the, this is pretty tropey, right? Okay. And it, it will Just keep like being- village. I know, mm. it'll keep being tropey. Wait for it. Um, anyway, so it's almost time for the annual Founding Day Festival. And, like- Oh, is the two- there has to be two sacrifices? Yeah, of course, but that's not even the important part <laughs> of my story. Okay, good. Uh, like like so many other festivals in this kinds of movie, Kirstie Alley is super worried that something is going to go wrong with the festival. And, you know, the, quote, prosperity that they hold so dear will be damaged. You know, that sort of stuff, right? Um, so uh, Kirstie is talking to Steve over dinner, and they discuss, you know, if there are good exemplars this year. And Steve says, of course, uh, nothing more so than the last few years. It's becoming harder and harder to find them. Um, good, then we're almost perfect. If no one else is exemplary enough, maybe it's time to finally promote the double, Kirstie says. Yes, I can see no one else, replies Steve. So he spends some more time establishing various other characters I didn't bother writing. And there's a lot of two imagery all over town, and even more so during the uh, the founding festival. And it's uh, all pretty creepily muted throughout, and Lee is cracking a, cracking a brewski. 
Um, right. So the day of the founding festival is here, and Kirsty gives a speech about how two is the most important number. The sure. town was founded by two men. Representation. Ooh. Ooh, can Three Dog Night have a, a cameo as like a weird folk band that lives in this town? <laughs> what well, notably doesn't have a two in it, but yeah. yeah, but they do. One is the loneliest number. Yeah, so evens it out. All right, two okay. can be as sad as one, Zach. It's the loneliest sure. number since the number one. Uh oh, yeah. got it, got it. It's just no good. Ma- math checks out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um right so the town was founded by two men of course uh it's a representation of the duality of man and spirit and man and nature and man and god and always 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 it takes two Whirly. to maintain Whirly. our safety and prosperity mm-hmm. bring forth the final double and then the two that will keep us safe forever and they bring forth one of the olsen twins <laughs> But she is also playing the other Olsen twin. Ah, oh, sure. we did it. No, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and the one Olsen twin playing too is brought to a weird ceremonial pyre. And she's like crying and scared and, you know, all that, this normal tropey stuff. And um, Like a dumb idiot kid. Yeah. <laughs> she, they know what's about to befell her, them. Um... <laughs> complicated (laughs) she they are shackled and the town turns and the trees uh on the edge of the woods like shake and start to part um no one but the olsen can see uh um see what's coming smaller children keep like craning their necks to like look over they're swiftly turned around by their parents and we see a blur of claws ever so briefly and the chains remain but the girl are gone and the wind is gone and the town exhales and everybody goes back to their lives um and we cut the black after you know like a vague establishing shot back to normal and then we restart um and we follow a series of child footsteps walking down like a a very like clean tiled hallway we follow this for a while uh while slowly panning up what is clearly a child and then we pan up and there's like a a big bowl of cereal and finally we rest on an olsen's face um and the olsen twin and the other Olsen and the same Olsen twin and a bunch of other children and teenagers and adults are sitting around like a super comfortable mansion compound thing. And it turns out uh, people sacrifice this monster actually end up being fine. Just even better, actually. The monster, who uh, we see is just sort of like a woolly mammoth, like biped sort of thing. It's kind of like a kind of like, like a, Mr. Like Mr. Yeah, Mr. Snuffleupagus kind of yeah. thing. Okay. Um... Yeah, I had a Snuffy when I was a kid. I love oh, yeah. Snuffy. Yeah, Mr. Snuffleupagus, who may or may not be a figment of Big Bird's imagination. Um, it depends on who's writing for Sesame Street at the time, but yes, sometimes yeah. people can see him. I think as of the '80s, he is real. I think mm. I think that's probably correct. But I'm a um, uh, strict uh, strict interpretivist. No, I don't. no, I'm not. No. <laughs> You're a strict, snuffy originalist? Yeah, uh, there we are. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, this monster is entirely... Which entire- is why your snuffleupagus is bared down with guns. <laughs> yeah, you just, <laughs> just instead of horns, or instead of trunk, or a, a trunk, 
it's a gun. Instead of uh, tusks, it's a gun. Ears, gun. Eyes, gun. Instead Legs, of eyes, guns. Guns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just guns. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Mr. Snuffleupagus here is entirely benevolent. Um, see, we come to learn that when uh, people first settled the town, the monster observed how the the villagers like persecuted and tortured anybody who was different in any way um and he knew that he couldn't stop them directly because he would definitely be killed so he spent years like sort of like doing doing little jabs into the town to convince them that the only way to stop the monster's attack was to uh make this pseudo religion out of sacrificing the anomalous uh of the town uh, the people that they torture for being different. And he recognizes that the townspeople hate everything that's different or actually unique or in any way um, interesting. And he's providing these people a way to get away from their zealotous, hateful former neighbors to the degree that he can within his power. It's not a perfect solution, but it's a solution enough. Um, and the escapees are free to do whatever they want. Uh, when they're old enough to support themselves they can leave um some people stay nearby and sort of keep the town's infrastructure together but only just and like in a very hidden way because those people um may be assholes but they were their like parents and family and you know they still want to help them maintain their own stupid bullshit um and no one ever really goes back to the town in any way other than to pity those idiots from the shadows um so you're describing sort of all extreme organized religion is what i'm hearing <laughs> i'll never tell all right <laughs> um, I, I like it yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> yeah all all the while trying to figure out ways to you know help save more people from this cult and from themselves and uh the olsen and the olsen's double <laughs> Uh, swear that they will save everyone else, and it will take these two to do it. And they, like, say this as they, like, do that, that, like, uh, clasp of arms, like, uh, in, in, what's, sure. what's, 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 what's that movie? The, the Predator? Uh, yeah, they do it in Predator. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, just like at the end of Predator. <laughs> um. I mean, it's pretty early on. I mean, just Carl like Weathers at the beginning of blown off in the middle of the movie. Just so. like at the beginning of Predator, <laughs> the Olsen twins, the Olsen twin, and a body double clasp arms. <laughs> Imagine if they had an easy way to get a body double for an Olsen twin. I, I can't think of that. I, I, I can't. No, Mary Kate was like, under no fucking circumstances will I work on this movie. No way. <laughs> yeah, and so. With a Olsen twin with a body double, clasps arms, and then we roll the credits, and that's my movie this time. Seth, I gotta say, you kept saying the Olsen, and it really conjures another <laughs> new movie that's like Highlander-esque, where they have to fight to the death to see who the supreme Olsen is. Yeah. And then Ugh. and then fucking uh, Scarlet Witch walks out through a portal. And I was gonna like, say, Liz yeah. shows up at some point and is like, there Game can on, be bitches. two! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my thing. Well, that was that was great, Seth. That was um, fun. I, I do have a quick question. Yeah, what's that? Why didn't you include the other Olsen twin in it? <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to maintain the stupid constraints of the bullshit you gave me. 
that, that's weird because it takes two the real movie has both olsen twins in it i know it's fucking like figured. a dual starring role hmm. it really Just... it really seems like you guys did this for goofs to see what i would do about it oh that was the only onus for doing yeah. this movie i think yeah. oh cool cool well <laughs> i hope i entertained you, you sure did. did. You yeah. did. Actually, yeah. quick fun fact: their their production company was called Dual Star Entertainment. So. Oh. oh, so binary. So they'll clearly like collapse in on themselves and create a singularity eventually. Yeah. They cool. kind of did when they hit their drug phase. They were like androids and like acted the same and did the same shit. All the- I mean, I guess uh, one kinda- of them's married to a minor Sarkozy now. So. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Also, Lee, you kept saying that they still act. I'm not certain they do. I think they, hmm. I think they did the like worst version of Childhood Star and uh, like gave the whole thing up and like hmm. quit their parents and everything. Zach, like, you know, I was doing that to like, uh, like fuck with Seth, right? Uh, okay. Well, oh, hmm. Cool. Turns out I was also fucked with. So here we are. Turns wow. out. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. All right. Oh wow. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Guys, come on, tailspin. All right, you uh, want to hear the IMDb? Blue in that coat. Am I right? Uh, yeah, Louie in that hat. Mm. Wink. Mm. Mm. Okay, IMDb, one <laughs> sentence. Alyssa and Amanda are two little girls who are identical but complete strangers that accidentally meet one day. That's right, they're not twins. It's mm-hmm. a sticking it's, point in this. It's movie. Prince and the Popper. They, it's the movie's Prince and the Popper. Oh, okay, yeah. But in early '90s, uh, Long Island. Yeah. Oh, it takes place on Long Island. Long Island. Uh, and Manhattan, or like Brooklyn, and like. There's Island. a little bit in in Manhattan. Hey, I'm and, walking here. Oh, but you like have it's mostly no idea. out in yeah. in like the Hamptons, and then on Staten Island, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On Rikers Island, it's it's all very yeah. Sing sing maybe yeah yeah. Uh, that 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 weird trash island that's in like yeah, I don't know in the Hudson maybe I don't know. Is there like the a trash they, island? There's one where they bury all the like John Does and Jane Does. I know that. Ooh, cool. It huh. is. It's quite haunted. Man, it's almost like New York is its own character. In this movie, it sure is. It. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, right. Ash- Ashley's accent is its own character, but nothing. Else. Oh right. Yeah. Ooh, is it transatlantic? No, Seth. Oh. It's offensive. No, it's... Brooklyn is what it is. Yeah. 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 I'm walking here. Uh, Basically, yes. it's like a little girl child saying, "Do oh my god." Oh my god, time machine. Get the Olsen twins to remake Midnight Cowboy together. No! <laughs> uh, what the really... fuck is wrong with you? You'd have to work the plot a bunch, I think. But Is it still going to be about male prostitutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it has to be rated PG. That's the, that's the... Oh. What the fuck is it going to be about then, Lee? <laughs> no, like candy thieves? What? <laughs> Well, we and they're gonna a... show up to a, a a candy party with an Andy Warhol stand-in. <laughs> that could stay. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. But also, PG was different. Like this movie has a lot of sort of surprising shit for a kids' movie. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah surprising right. amount of cursing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Some of that. Like jabroni, or do or. Or something else. Heart, Seth, a little harder than a jabroni. I think oh. it gets a little more crazy. The jag off. Talk about like a S hit and a 
<laughs> and a, a P is. I was I was waiting with bated breath for you to do something clever or interesting, and you, mm. yeah, Woofers. cool. Uh, All right, tell me more about this yeah. thing. What you got? Okay. What you got? Oh, the Olsen twins aren't twins, but they look exactly the same. One oh, of them is like the poor. prince and the pauper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one mm-hmm. of them's poor and lives in an orphanage, and Kirstie Alley is like the caseworker. Mm, of course, and she, she is. really wants to adopt her, but she doesn't have enough money. And then the other one mm-hmm. is rich, and Gutenberg's her dad, <sighs> and he got rich buying air rights for cell phones before cell phones became a thing, which is actually pretty realistic. And um, that's a thing yeah. that happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he bought like wavelengths. Yeah, in uh, Ocean's Thirteen, it's a major plot point. Uh, oh. Actually, really. Not really, but it's a minor the, detail. Um, yeah. Oh, Ocean's, I mostly yeah, just 13. remember that uh, K- Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn get into, like, go to infiltrate a dice factory in Ocean's Thirteen, and then they accidentally start a, uh, uh, a socialist a revolution. Effort. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I yeah, quite, I quite. In, that's the one part of that movie that is in any way redeeming. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best part of the second best Ocean's movie. Mm-hmm. You know, but I really love that stupid laser dance. In twelve, yeah, with the French guy, yeah, I, 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 that when when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna learn how to do that, and then I became a gymnast. Uh, wow, that's not wow. that's not actually my origin <laughs> story, but I did become a gymnast, and I was doing some of that shit, so that's fun. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Gutenberg's gonna get remarried because uh, the mom's dead, you know. Uh, <laughs> But it's a, a much younger woman. It's a. You ever watch Friends, Seth? No. Mm. You ever watch Friends, Zach? Uh, not enough to know who this would have been in Friends. You ever watch Friends, Marielle? Yeah, I did watch Friends. Great. Uh, it's the woman who played Ross's ex-wife, Carol, in Friends. Oh. Um, so she just plays like a catty bitch in everything, then. I, I mean, see. she wasn't a catty bitch on Friends. Oh, okay. She isn't this. She's was terrible. she a paleontologist? Well, yeah, she, that's the only no, thing I know she's... about uh, Friends, even though that character did knew nothing about paleontology. He was also like he's he mm. never published any material. He was somehow a PhD at like twenty two or whatever. Like mm. that is the least re- realistic thing possible. Like he had no he had no experience in the classroom, and then like halfway through the series, he gets immediate tenure at NYU. It's so fucking dumb. What the fuck? <laughs> What a fucking... You know what? I actually kind of dislike every episode of Friends I've ever seen. I don't like that show. Same. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 it almost the like nineties guys. It's, you know, it was like that. You had to be there. The clap, only clap, people that clap, like clap, it clap. now, though, yeah. are like sixteen-year-olds when it was on Netflix. I don't think anybody of our age actually. I don't likes know. It I feel like people mm. still no, have people a real still really like. It. like uh. it might just be nostalgia-driven, but people have a real connection with that show where there's uh, what six six friends that are just going in and out of each other (laughs) willy-nilly and finally there's the seventh friend new york city oh christ (laughs) god damn it mostly i was gonna say lisa kudrow is great i was gonna say she is the only redeemable actual human that was on that show that is true yeah I don't know I really anything about any of them. for Matthew Perry, even though like he is just a train wreck. But <sighs> okay. mm, oh, I do, I do want to watch that that cool new show that's coming out, Joey. <laughs> 
What are we doing? Where am I? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think Seth got, like, hit his head, and he's he, in the past He's paying us back for perceived grievances during his movie. Perceived? I think <laughs> he was well within his rights. He was pretty, pretty aggro there, fella. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> you, you spicy meatball, you. <laughs> I'm walking so, here. Anyway, New York City. Yeah, so the 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 orphan, and they I can say that because they she calls herself an orphan a lot in the movie. A lot of cool orphan she, jokes. Um, true. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> She's gonna go to this camp that's across the lake from the mansion that they live in because they own the camp, and and her dead mom was like, "Oh, I need there needs to be a place where kids can go that wouldn't you know it's it's like their charity thing." Yeah, and they they run into each other and they're like, "We look alike. Let's switch places." And then hijinks. So the, the yeah naturally the the rough and tumble one is trying to chase away the future stepmom because mm-hmm. she sucks and the yeah the prim one is like figuring out what it's like to eat sloppy joes and play baseball and shit and then mm. uh kiersey alley and steve gutenberg end up uh meeting and, and it turns out that they love each other at first sight and then mm. gutenberg is like oh i love her but i don't know but i'm gonna get but married. what about blah, my blah, investments blah, blah. What, no, it's more like, what about the woman I'm engaged to? And, oh, but uh, what about my investment in this woman in our relationship? Nice pivot. Okay. Um, okay. And then the, the things that... And then Seth winked at me, just so everyone knows. Um, <laughs> I used to wink way more than I do now. but that was I know you I, told me that people thought you were flirting with Yeah, them. but oh, it was yeah. mostly because I had a twitch, because I got my face, like, broken in three places once. <laughs> You're like, and then she was murdered, wink. Sorry, I have to go. I That was it. <laughs> I don't know where the body's buried, wink. <laughs> I have to say it was very awkward when I was teaching at universities and this was still oh, happening. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Um. So the big t- third act bullshit is um, they're still switched and uh the, the the girl the the girl who doesn't have parents gets adopted but it's really the rich girl mm. and she gets adopted by this family that they keep saying oh they collect kids and it turns out they do because they use them to work at their salvage yard um oof kids and this child is like <laughs> a quick plot point that gets resolved immediately yep. um well and then the, the at least somebody did something yeah, and then the goot is going to get married, and then uh, the, the butler, of course, because in all these movies, the help always knows who the actual kid is. Oh, yeah, um, of course they do. Because they're the only one who actually spends time with the kids. Yeah. Oh, boy. So butler... What an indictment of the upper class. Because <laughs> the butler's an old school, like, rough and tumble Italian New York guy, and she's a, a little rough and tumble New York uh, ragamuffin. Mm-hmm. And they're going to they're yep. gonna slow the wedding down so Kirstie Alley can take a helicopter to pick up the rich girl and then call child protective services on this guy and then they break up the wedding and gutenberg is like i i love you kirstie alley and she's like i love you and we don't really have chemistry but it's like it's fine mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh then the movie's pretty much over they did i guess some... the, the, resol- Dude, the resolutions they're all gonna adopt each other and get married do they play rich girl by hollow notes at any point no but they play it takes two over the credits yeah i don't care about that i want to hear rich girl of... There's a lot of rock songs from the 50s in this movie, and it makes me wonder if they were, like, out of copyright at the time. Mm, that's possible. Do Good. they do Great Balls of Fire? I think they do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that... Yeah, they definitely do, and they mm-hmm. do uh, Tutti Frutti at one point. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, some... some, Yeah, okay. All the, all the classic... Uh, <laughs> 
morally and sexually ambiguous rock piano men from the 50s making appearances. There we go. Excellent, excellent. (laughs) Kids Uh. love it. (laughs) (laughs) And just to be clear, the only morally ambiguous thing was Jerry Lee Lewis marrying his 13-year-old cousin. Indeed. Yeah, I don't don't think... Well, I, 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 I don't know enough about this period or this music to say anything else. I know that we had to suffer through anyway. the the uh, horrible music of the Big Bopper and the tragedy of his death, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a Futurama joke, right? Sure is. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So that's kind of the movie. I don't know. It's Deep fine. Yeah. the The Butler character is a real. He's a real shit stirrer. He is. He's great. He, as you mentioned, he does figure out that. Uh, Mm, who's supposed to be Ashley is actually Mary Kate or whatever. And like, it, she reveals him, herself to him. Like we got to save the wedding. And he's like, fucking, I know I already got the car started. Let's fucking get in there. Come on. <laughs> like he, yeah. fucking get in the car. Yeah, pretty much. It's also, it's they, they pulled the, like this, like bullshit thing that I think happens in movies where like literally Steve Gutenberg's best man is going to be his Butler. And it's yes. like, Oh, this is like a rich person that has no touch with reality. His only friend is the person he pays to be his friend. Yep. Like, and in a, a kids I mean, movie kind of way, the uh, fiance is truly like the most hyperbolic, hateable person in the world. No, sure. Like she's downright cruel to the, I guess, Ashley character. Yeah. She does and, have a really good line where she's like, uh, uh, "You can stop the act. Uh, by your age, I had already chased three stepmothers away from uh, my dad." Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, sure enough. Um, and and jumping back one point, I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you guys are only here because I pay you <laughs> with friendship. Hey. Oh, I was going to say, if you've been paying me, I have not been getting those payments. <laughs> oh, the checks in the mail. Oh, I got to really learn how to value my own labor. God, yeah. stand up for yourself, Lee. Damn it. Are we going to have to class action sue Seth for all the fucking back that sounds fun (laughs) but you know if the settlement goes below fifteen dollars a piece they're just gonna donate it and Mm. like what's that like was it gonna go to orphans um god i hate orphans so does this movie (laughs) (laughs) clearly yeah uh we we meet the 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 unparented uh olsen as she's mm-hmm. playing stickball down in the neighborhood, and her stickball team is called the Orphans, literally. Um, huh? You wouldn't, you wouldn't mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't be like the Olivers or the, or the, nope. the, it's the Orphans. Go I don't know the, yeah. whatever that child's name is from that Jean Valjean thing. I don't know. Mm. Nanette Fontaine. Ah, Fontaine. Oh, yeah. maybe Fontaine's Nanette? the mom. Yeah, then it's yeah. Nanette. I think. I don't know, man. Mm. I really don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Globally, sure. I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I uh, no, it, uh, it is fun how uh, feral they made uh, whichever one. Feral, Elisa, I guess. I don't know. Oh, she literally. Her first line is literally shouting at Kirsielli, who is in like a fourth story window, and she's like. Just give me five minutes so I can pop a home run. Hey, forget about it. And like, Kiersey Alley being a New Yorker is like, I'm going to fucking murder you. And then like cut to the other <laughs> twin. It's yeah. They really laid it on thick. It was Jesus Christ. I think you would enjoy this goof. Uh, the rich one is a, is a accomplished pianist. Mm. And then uh, the, the not rich one has to play piano. And it's a big thing. 
Yeah. Uh, and she, she gets up on the bench and she goes, normally I would love to play you a selection from, and she looks at the sheet music, Chopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I thought that Seth would Seth would laugh, and at everybody that joke. does like a heel turn. Like, yeah, of course, yeah, not because she ends up just like basically slamming her fists on the keys, you know. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's some real uh, Schopenhauer shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she didn't even know, I bet, because she's an orphan and would never have learned music appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what an idiot! Right, God, America's education. social <laughs> service program is. Uh, Failed I, us yet again. I just, oh, I just hate the pores. Oh God, <laughs> tell me about it. Kirsten's me... doing her best. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving so, on. What, what else? I mean, like, I really like the end. Uh, they have to steal a, a, a fancy carriage, like a fancy cab, yeah. to get to the wedding on time. Yep. And uh, they steal it from uh, the central Central Park. Is it? They do. Yeah, of course they do. Cause and they and the guy's eating a hot dog while they steal it, and he's like, well, "My horse!" And he's, you know, got hot dog all over himself. Well, and that's that's shows the rich up. twin that knows how to do horses. So she fucking just like takes off with that fucking thing. It was mm-hmm. that was pretty fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, all, and at the all end, rich people like, do know how to ride chariots. Oh yeah, in my yeah, experience, yeah, sure it's enough. a real Ben Hur scene. It's it lasts for fifteen minutes. Charles yeah. Heston gets killed. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the and you know before she takes off, she has affixed a switchblade to the wheel so that it'll just like chop up anybody that they go by. I buy it. Yeah. My name is Judah Ben Hur. <laughs> um, yeah, well, at the end, that wasn't great. like literally the last, <laughs> literally the last thing that happens is the the butler dude is like, this man says that these girls stole his horse, and they're like, oh yeah, we totally did. And then Gutenberg is like, hey Vincenzo, because the butler's name is Vincenzo. Hmm. Hey Vincenzo, see if you can make the man an offer. And he goes, I think I got this covered. And he pulls out his wallet and just starts peeling bills. And it's like, this guy has enough walking around money in his wallet to buy out a man's business? Like, <laughs> yeah. Seems also, so. I, I think those are like taxis where you don't own the chariot nor the horse. Like, that guy's not taking the horse back to his fucking Williamsburg apartment. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he has no agency to sell that horse. Uh, yes, he has a walk-up, <laughs> but he still has to stable the horse up there. Right. A, oh, a third-floor yeah. walk-up that he stables a horse in. Yeah. All the neighbors you are know, like, fucking Larry's at it again. It's easier than you think. The really tough part is getting all the feet up there. Sure. Got to throw the bales yeah. through the window. Yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Um, um I, I have a few things behind the scenes. Zach, you got anything about the movie itself? Hey, forget about it. <laughs> only, only two more, I think. Uh, oh, good. So the Olsen twins were like, I would say eight to nine when this filmed, probably. Hmm. Like, would be my guess. It was like '96, I think. Hmm. Um, and I, knowing what their lives are like now, I spent the whole time looking for like uh, child emotional abuse, <laughs> like. Uh, and they uh, truly sometimes they seem in it, and sometimes it's like clearly my parents. Oh, are, this seems really late for mistakes. a for a Gutenberg vehicle. What, yeah. what 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 year? Oh, this is definitely on the the end of the Gutenberg uh, Bible. Let's just say it's. Let's just say we're in Revelations. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, so sure, it's really sure. the. Whew, it's the New Testament. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, uh, yeah, ninety five. Shit, ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, so that and. Uh, the whole thing where all of their previous and I guess maybe there were further movies, I don't know. Um were then they, being... they made tons of 
like they made lots yeah. of yeah. Yeah. that was their bread there was even uh, uh there was a ps1 game mary kate oh and ashley God. uh horse racing or something that uh, i played in my friend's basement as a goof <laughs> oh. and then it was really fun and you were like we're never gonna speak of this again <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go buy a ps1 on ebay excuse me uh, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it was in the maybe i'll get a ps2 because they're backwards compatible <laughs> I like this young Seth voice. It's interesting. <laughs> that yeah, it's accurate. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, un- it's... unnervingly accurate. <laughs> so Sounds like Cher. Movies... I sounded like Cher when I was ten. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, so breathy as a child. Yeah, so precociously breathy. <laughs> um, Let's try. Oh, babe, the N64 just came out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so in all their other ones, I'm pretty sure they are again Do sort of playing. Believe Nintendo <laughs> sticking with cartridges. <laughs> well done, well done. The quality's uh, good, so it don't matter. Uh-huh. It's true. The quality of Nintendo games never decreased oh, in, in the no, same way true. that PS2 was. Or they PS- really don't make enough third party games for the N64. Oh, Pilot Wings is a game everyone should play forever because you got a jetpack. It's a very fun game. Everybody loves Pilot sixty four Pilot Wing sixty four. Yeah, it was one of the early ones. Everybody owned it. I was more of an Excite Bike sixty nine fan, if you know what I mean. Lovely. Nice. Yikes. Uh yeah. So in all of their other movies they play twins. It's the right? worst episode. Like, they definitely play twins. In this one, there's this whole thing where they are obviously twins, and it's never I mean, they in, in this movie, they're explicitly not. That's the thing. They're just two girls that look fucking identical. It's not like Oh, they were both orphans separated at birth and Goots like adopted the one. And that's how this whole thing makes sense. Literally just identical looking with no explanation to that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It seemed a little strange given again that in every other movie they play twins and they get up to twin hijinks. Everybody has a doppelganger. Did you ever, did you ever see them told? Did they ever like touch each other maybe they were mirror mirror or or um mm. uh, yeah they did turn into there was that weird like goose explosion as the camera cut to black at the end of the yeah. movie when they do the uh, final high five and just yeah and just just sense. they create a, a quantum singularity because they're superpositions like i mean yeah, yeah. i could see that okay yeah. all right i bet yeah. this uh this this um, all tracks for me yeah yeah just gotta uh say. yeah what's the behind the scenes stuff like so surprisingly fraught behind the scenes <laughs> history. Uh, huh. So we we talked about um, so the the guy who wrote the well okay mm-hmm. the person who wrote the script uh, this woman Deborah Dean Davis um, uh, she had about a ten year career in Hollywood. This is one of the last things she did. D D D Triple D Triple D. But I did want to mention Seth. She did write the Star Trek: The Next Generation episode. We'll always have Paris. Oh no. Is that a bad one? It's not great. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> um, so she she wrote this script and it, it got shopped around and picked up, you know, and, and then uh, the studio uh, was looking for directors and they eventually hired this guy, Andy Tennant, who I don't want to mention his other movies because I know several of his other movies are on the docket at some point for our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sure. him and his writing partner went through and, and took a pass at the script and then the producer was like, eh, I don't know. And he went through and took a pass at the script. And then the production company was like, we like the second version from the director. 
Mm. And they were like, okay, cool. So now I get a writing credit, right? And they were like, well, I, I don't know. We have to talk to the guild. And they went to the guild, and this went through arbitration and everything. And even though not a single line of dialogue from the original script was left, uh, they still gave the sole screenwriting credit to Triple D, oh. Deborah Dean Davis. And the reason I find this all so interesting is because it's literally just the prince and the pauper. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. It's like, hey, I took the prince and the pauper and I set it in New York City. It is true. Especially if they if all the dialogue was the other person, then like if you can't say that she contributed the like the theme or the content or whatever, because, yeah, it's it's just so weird to me that there was so much like in, involved around crediting this script that is essentially just an adaptation of a story that's already for children for yeah. children like that does seem weird to, i mean i don't know how the guild rules work but like it sure seems like it's it's usually you two. have to contribute at least 40 percent original content to the script mm-hmm. in order to get a co-credit yeah. um okay and i guess yeah. dialogue doesn't count yeah and that's why <laughs> that's like all the fuckery with the snyder cut and and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff right that's yeah. that's or like how how carrie fisher basically rewrote the dialogue for every movie you love from the 80s and early 90s but doesn't yeah. get off credit on any of them yeah because she did because she did punch up instead of uh, like uh yeah. uh strictly guild writing so sure wow it's pretty yeah, it's pretty bullshit it does sound kind of lame. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I did want to mention mm-hmm. is um, you would think that this was like a vehicle for the Olsen twins. Like, purposefully. It wasn't. They they weren't even going to hire twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, huh. the, the, first, the first two choices were Mara Wilson, oh, who okay. was busy yeah. doing Matilda, mm-hmm. and Christina Ricci, who was busy doing Casper. And I feel like Christina Ricci would have been too old at this point, but I don't know. Also, they um, don't look at all alike. Like, the whole flipping... No, 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 no. Not... No, they were going to play both double, parts Double parts. They were going to pull a My Movie. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, so it's Parent Trap with either... Yeah, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just, like, there's so much energy going into making this movie... Before it ever gets made, and then it's just like the Olsen twins production company is like, oh, it seems like this movie's kind of stalled out. How about we kick in like fifty bucks and a bag of pretzels and uh, give you the Olsen? I hope they use combos instead of pretzels. Mm, Interesting. You know, I've got a bag of Utz extra thins right now, and they're good. But they didn't cut the salt content down, and I'm sorry. Oh, that's, that's too much. You salt. need to cut the salt down if you're making those thin, thin babies. It's all about yeah. the ratio. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I mean, the Ulsa Twins had a lot of stride at this point, right? Like they had a they built-in had some audience power, for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. you know, Full House I think was ending around this time, and then yeah. they got the double, double, the toil and the trouble. Mm-hmm. That was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Full House was fun. We got that one too. Full House is another show I did I didn't really watch and could not stand in any way, shape, or form. It was the reruns were on as like basically as soon as I got home from school every day growing Mm -hmm. up, so I watched a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch Darkwing Duck. Ooh. Let's get dangerous. (laughs) That's that's the line. Lee, am I misremembering that they also had like 8,000 people for both Goots and Kirstie's roles as well? Oh my god, the list on the IMDb Ooh. is like, is insane, but it's one yeah. of those lists that it's like, yeah, they asked Tom Hanks, and they asked right. uh, Brad Pitt, and they asked, it's like, of course they asked those people. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. They're yeah. the biggest stars Shoot in the world. Yeah. And everybody was like, this is not a It's the same thing for the director. Yeah. 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 
Well, that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds about I mean, right. It's telling that that it's telling that a a end of his like stardom steve gutenberg is the one who's like yes for me <laughs> and like fits. a post cheers kirstie alley like yeah. you know oh yep. uh, yeah uh yeah mm. they were kind of perfect for what this movie ended up being that's true yeah um, yeah uh-huh. i mean I the have, most she could pull at this time was guesting on fraser maybe once maybe i maybe not that's i don't true. even think it's the what the one where the one where uh oh fuck what's kirstie alley's character on cheers uh Oh man, I can't even remember. Duh. Wow. Nope. No. Rebecca Howe. Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca yes, Howe. Rebecca. Next. The one where Rebecca Howe visits Seattle <laughs> or whatever. Wow, that was a long walk off a short pier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, I just did the friends naming convention. Mm, um, yeah. No, I mean it's yeah. usually a little more subtle with uh, Fraser, but that's fine. Well, yeah, she's like she's like three years out from Veronica's closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hmm. Weird. She did get to act a lot uh, after being a known kind of impossible person. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I went to see this in theaters. I was gonna say uh, I have your your uh, quote cool. from your grandma here. Should I go? Yeah, please, okay. please do an impression of my dead grandma. Oh, gee. well, I'm definitely not gonna. Well, I thought it was cute. <laughs> That was your whole review of that. You're like, I saw this in the theaters with my aunt, my grandma, and my grandma said it was cute. Full stop. Yep. She did. Uh, hmm. Which makes I sense. What I did mention was... I buy it. Yeah. The, uh, the other movie I can remember seeing with my aunt, oh, my I, I thought you were going to say, the funny thing is, my grandma had been dead for five <laughs> years at that point. <laughs> 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 Not uh, not no, the, not to for... belittle the death of a loved one. Sorry, I, I just no, I just I fine. I did it for the goof. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. I, I, I appreciate it. it. Right. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope she would appreciate um, it too. Uh, she might not. I don't know. You know, yeah, grandma, it's hard to tell. Grandma's an enigma to me. Couldn't, yeah. she, couldn't she, get a read on her. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was a tough broad. Um, awesome. No, the the other movie I can remember seeing with them specifically was uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I remember my grandma did not get that one. Yeah. I think to this day I don't get that one, so I'm with Grams on that you one. You know what? <laughs> I'm also not a big Nightmare Before Christmas guy, but that's yeah. probably because of the Christmas stuff, and I really just don't like Christmas movies. I like it. I, I You know, I also don't really like Tim Burton that much. Uh, that, I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not so like it's it's doubled up. I I love Halloween. Halloween is great. Sure. I sure. just don't care for Christmas, especially learning lessons. Hey, <laughs> mm. I, I ain't got time for that. I got time for a Christmas Prince, a Christmas Prince Two, the Royal Wedding, a Christmas Prince Three, the the baby maybe, a Christmas Prince Four. Uh, we ate the baby. We need a new baby. A Christmas Ooh, Prince Five. Now it's one. about corn. A Christmas Prince Six. Wait, the band or the crop? Uh, a Christmas Prince Six. Don't, don't it was actually it. about the band. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I should have known because if it was about the crop, it would have been about maize. Mm. <laughs> sure enough. Hey, um, oh, speaking God. of uh, you ain't got time for, I feel like we should really get out of this spin. 100%, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, um, I don't know. I think we're going to end this one early. Swallowed by a maelstrom is what we are sure. right now. Ooh, we're, we're call, I, call me Joseph Conrad because <laughs> I'm the typhoon. 
So I couldn't and find other stories. any budget for this, but apparently... And not that I'm... racist one. Mm. Mm. Lord Jim? And no? <laughs> I mean, yes, but no? <laughs> you know, Polish was his first language. I do know that. Not a big Conrad fan, Zach? Yeah, you want to talk no about Joseph, Joseph Conrad <laughs> for a, a while? What's he's like a, he's like a, like a, he's a polyglot. Early, yeah. Early 20th century. Yeah, yeah. I quite like some of Joseph Conrad's stuff. Early right? modernism, for sure. Yeah. Very and, on topic, I'll say that. Yeah, much much like this movie, which is a modernist gem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I couldn't find any budget for this. Apparently, it made twenty million, which seems pretty low. Um, oh. based on uh, two like definite stars and also some Olsen twin. Mm. Sounds like <laughs> the fault was in their stars. Hey, John now, Green. That's a movie I can get behind. Not the book, the movie. <laughs> oh, I've never read or seen any John Green yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just oh, know about the cancer stuff. Oh, yeah. Cancer. There is some cancer. Okay. There's some Shailene Woodley. Uh, it's all good. Oh, does she have Pika in it? Um, I don't know if she directly eats clay. I also don't know that she would necessarily assume that that was Pika. I think she's a Gwyneth Paltrow sort of person. Mm. but mm. yeah that is her life um yeah. i can't talk i put rocks in my mouth all the time oh, well you don't man. swallow them nor do you think that it's healthy for you so <laughs> that's true yeah. i'm just trying to gain their power right of course uh, oh. and that's how you do it naturally everyone knows speaking that. of which if someone has a line on some of that sweet moon juice for me <laughs> i am oh shit so into it this is a month out of date but man i can't wait to get some sweet bottled moon juice i i don't think even the nasa scientists have a line on that moon juice and i think they're first in line for the moon juice (laughs) oh my god you know i'm an idiot i would take my helmet off and stick a straw on the ground and suffocate to death while trying to drink that moon juice (laughs) oh yeah you'd 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 pop off literally yeah, also that. Yeah. Oh, more, more than one way, man. Last yeah. words, it was worth it. Floats off into the abyss. Yeah. As, as the sound waves do not travel, and also <laughs> your blood boils. That's right. No, but like in the comms, everybody else goes, I think he mouthed, it's, it was worth it. I don't know. He's yeah, as, as, as his jaw erupted in capillaries. <laughs> <laughs> and just blood started pouring out of his mouth onto the onto the lunar dust oh, yeah. Yeah, and guys, then somebody uh, the, else could right. come along with the straw and suck that up <laughs> yeah, like right, bef- right before we got out of the lander he said for the goof and i was like uh what <laughs> i think you better stay here and then he just bolted out the door <laughs> yeah. what are you doing with that straw get back here <laughs> oh you little scamp it's reusable it's fine <laughs> you went through you went through 10 years of training for this <laughs> And made it past all those other people? Like, you passed the psych exam? Uh, well, we all we all know that it? psych exam is just about I mean, telling them oh. what they want to hear and not about actually believing those things. Famously true, yes. Right, yes. yeah. I mean, I've seen every episode. I could pass the psych exam, I bet. <laughs> I see what you Wonderful. Doing. That's nice. Awesome. That's really Great. Nice. Wonderful. All right. Yep. <laughs> all right. I'm... Yeah. Dula Hill on the Moon. All right. Uh, Dula Hill on the Moon sounds awesome. I would just watch watch that that movie. I don't. (laughs) Dula Hill tap dancing on the moon. Fuck (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Give me a bucket of moon cheese. I will say. Bottle of moon juice. James Roday on the Moon, less compelling. 
I don't know. If yeah, I'm not as into that. I just no, want Dulé Hill. Maggie Lawson. Ooh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this movie has a 5.9 with 20,000 votes. Uh, yeah, all right. Seems sort of like <laughs> okay, yeah. the right, right. thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, we, what you got? Yep. I'm going to keep this tight, Seth. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome story. <laughs> Although I think you took too long explaining the end. So on that <laughs> note, you're going to get an 8. An 8.6. 8.6. That's quite forgiving. Take, okay. I did take too long explaining the end. It was great. You had me, and then you just kept explaining the end. Fair. Um, fair. Yeah, that's fair. The the real movie, you know, it's a it's a, a ponderous 100, <laughs> I think is what it is. Um, yeah, it was. It was almost exactly a hundo. Yeah. It's not in any way bad. It's not in any way all that great. Yep. Mm. It just feels like it takes forever. So uh, I am going to go with just a, you know, like a, a 4.2. No. Okay. And if you add another digit, it looks like 420. So boy, is it. Hey. Ooh, yeah, we got <laughs> the Olsen twins. I can't believe we haven't you. unlocked that achievement yet. I think this is the first time anyone's done that on Interesting. this Interesting, yeah. Or tried yeah. to give a 420 out of 10. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> right, that does seem like my kind of bullshit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. Uh, okay, OG. Um, I liked it more oh. than I thought I would. I thought it was going to be like the PlayStation One Mary Kate and Ashley horse riding game. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> so awesome. Well, I've, having yeah. never played it, I can only assume it's terrible. Well, no, it's wonderful. It's uh, probably sure. the most important game that you can ever play <laughs> of All of right. that millennium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ebaying it as we speak yep. yeah yeah lee, lee, lee has already downloaded an emulator i, I actually and... i own a ps1 and a ps2 lee you can have the one if you want <laughs> wait magical mystery mall crush course winner circle this mm, has got to be there it is yeah, i think it's i could get winner circle for like 11 bucks shipped mm. yeah we could send that to zach who currently owns a playstation that's true oh my god zach would you play well this is bullshit the website's oh it's 8.99 with free shipping now Ooh. damn more on this later it's a, it's zach, a real if buyer's we, market if we, <laughs> if we bought this for you would you sign up for twitch and live yeah, stream twitch live stream playing, yeah, playing i feel like i would be morally obligated to do exactly that thing right yeah oh of course. boy all right this well, is, tune in no one who listens to this show this to is, see zach do exactly this that. is a real that third chill factor all over again oh yeah it is <laughs> always seems we good still at the haven't time. watched that no oh, we yeah. haven't Ooh, I hope uh, that exists somewhere in my house. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. Does PlayStation 2 play DVDs? We might have a two-for-one on this. So. <laughs> it does, but you need the remote. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm, that's not going to happen. Neither here nor there. Um, yep. So, yeah. and I, I'll buy you one of the remotes, too. Oh, thanks, thanks. Um, I also really like Kirstie Alley in this. Like, Goots was sort of classic Goots. Um, Kirstie was, like, Really, I felt like she had no charisma. Really? I liked her. Like, she was, I don't know, she was kind of playing, like, the, she seemed to genuinely care about whichever twin she was hanging out with, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, she was the underdog of the romance situation, and I, I felt for her. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go, like, a 5-5. Five, five. Like, honestly, not bad. And, again, I was surprised you, that it was not mm-hmm. as terrible as I thought. Yeah, that is what you said after you finished watching it. Yeah. Um, I, I did forget one thing. Uh, Gutenberg gives a lot of, like, 
reactions to things people say in this movie in, mm. in a way that only a man acting in a dinner theater comedy written by the director of the dinner theater comedy yeah. would give. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you had mentioned right. that critique earlier. Yeah. He plays everything, it, it, as you're saying, in exactly the way you expect. Like every single delivery is just like, oh, we're doing mm. that thing. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. actually sounds worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, your movie was great. Yeah. Uh, you lost me a little bit after It's the Village, except technology. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we all really turned off village, Lee also. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked your thing. Uh, I like that you saw through our twin stupidness that we didn't give you old MK. Um, Maybe they were on separate projects at the same time. Much Again, like... I, I don't know that that's ever happened. In life, but... <laughs> it's it's kind of like when when Big Boy did Speaker Box uh, and yep, Andre sure. Three Thousand did The Love Below, yeah, it's much and then they like came that. back together for a Twinsies fun comedy romp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair, fair. Mm. Uh, yeah, I do like that. In the end, it was um, sort of all to protect the people from the dumbness. Uh, I think that's yeah. a good message in current times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give like a nine. No, oh, good. Yeah, thank you, fellas. Yeah, so great, great yerb on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, yerb. Yep. Oh, I had great oh, yerba mate. Reviews. Yeah, uh, I have some reviews written down. I think from the Ooh. wiki page. Oh, these neat. were kind of fun. Uh, the L.A. Times called the film "quote a predictable but fun romp." which is true, all of those things. Mm. Roger Ebert called it harmless and fitfully amusing with numbingly predictable plot, <laughs> which I think is yes, also true. because it's an incredibly famous plot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He, he was being sort of complimentary in the most backhanded way, I think. You can That's uh, kind of his MO. What did Gene Shalit say? Gene Shalit said, a movie released in theaters. <laughs> Long, no, weird wait. pause. <laughs> Let me let me do let me try to come up with a G shot. Uh-huh, yeah, this. is it gonna be? Uh, um, it takes two more like it takes you to a fantasy world in which the two Olsen twins aren't twins at all, but strangers. Strangers on a train? Not exactly. <laughs> four stars. <laughs> four out of four. Best picture at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was some great, great shallot goofs. I feel that like that nice. should be a continuing trend, is we have to come up with uh, shallot taglines for every movie. Uh, sure. Off the dome shallots? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, so. I really like that idea. Um, <laughs> I know how we, by next time. we yeah. come up with goofs and then completely forget about them, just like our five-word five summaries or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's been a three, while. Three, huh? in fact. Yeah. They were always three. Yep. <laughs> Haven't done that in a while. not twins. That's my three. Um... So, yeah, uh, next time, Lee's going to do Blood and Wine, a movie that none of us know. And, <laughs> and also, Zach and I looked it up episode. just before we started recording and are not super pleased. It's got a, it's got a guy in it. It's got a guy. It's yeah. got a guy. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so look out for that. <sighs> well... Till next time. It takes Just two steps to that moon juice. <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right. You think the, no, no, the moon juice is going to be really forthcoming? Interesting. Yeah. No. I. I. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You threw me off my rhythm. So. Uh, it takes 
two small steps for man to drink the moon juice as you watch this film. This is Jean Shalit signing off saying, <laughs> I'll watch what she's watching. Wow, Gene has lost his touch. <laughs> oh my god. This is the worst episode yet. <laughs> And that's the cut. That's got to be the cut. <laughs>